Welcome to the Truth Be Known podcast, bringing you the objective truth boldly, candidly, and without apology. Welcome to this week's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Truth Be Known podcast. I'm your host, Nathaniel Jolly. So, this week, there was a big announcement made to a small group of people, and as I sat on a conference call with the disgraced Todd Bentley hearing his announcement for his return to ministry. You heard that right. Todd Bentley is back, folks. Now, I suspect that most of the guys listening have heard of Todd Bentley, but for those of you who have not, I want to highlight the danger that Todd Bentley and his ministry represents. In fact, the danger that the charismatic church represents and give a little bit of background to Todd Bentley, his ministry, and his personality. So before we really get going, let me let Todd Bentley speak to you directly. I've got about a 1 minute and 11 second clip I want you to hear coming out of Todd's own mouth. Bear with me. Here it is. Well, what's happening? I said, God, I've prayed for like a hundred crippled people, not one. He said, that's because I want you to grab that lady's crippled legs and bang them up and down on the platform like a baseball bat. I walked up and I grabbed her legs and I started going, be healed, be healed. I started banging them up and down on the platform. She got healed. And I'm thinking, God, why is not the power of God moving? He said, because you haven't kicked that woman in the face. And there's this older lady worshipping right in front of the platform. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me. The gift of faith came on me. He said, kick her in the face. With your biker boot. I inched closer and I went like this. BAM! And just as my boot made contact with her nose, she fell into the power of God. Well, there you have it, folks. Wow. Now, you can look this up on YouTube and see his various meetings. And what you heard at the beginning was some kind of maniacal, insane laughter. And if you watch the videos, you'll see Todd Bentley rolling around on the stage or he's supposed to be preaching from like an idiot. Folks, there is no reverence whatsoever in the ministry of Todd Bentley um, for Christ, for the Holy Spirit, for the things of God. And... You know, beyond that, if you just listen to the way he does ministry, uh, you know, he claimed that the Holy Spirit told him to kick an old lady in the face to heal her. What kind of Christian does things like that? I mean, and I I guess what kind of blows my mind, and the reason we're doing this podcast is because Todd Bentley has quite a large following, and we're not talking about a few hundred people or even a couple thousand. We're talking about tens of thousands of people worldwide who gather to see this guy. And, you know, here he is on stage professing to be a Christian minister and bragging about how, you know, he kicks an old lady in the face. Now, I think that Todd Bentley, absolutely, without any doubt, in my mind, is just a fraud and a liar. And I'm glad that's the case, because if it's not, then someone's grandmother got kicked in the face by a violent man who needs to be in prison rather than on the stage preaching. 
But this is what characterizes Todd Bentley's ministry. He has a ministry of sexual deviance, perversion, um, hatefulness, and violence. And now he's just announced that he's going to be back. Well, what's he going to be back from? Well, let's get into that. Todd Bentley, to give you a little bit about his history, he really came into prominence during what's called the Lakeland Revival. So in Lakeland, Florida, sometime around 2007-2008. Those dates will be important later on. So these meetings were evening meetings, supposedly revival meetings that took place in Florida, where it, it caught a lot of attention as well as from the media and other sources because there were claims a lot of a lot of different healings and miracles, by the way, all of which were unsubstantiated. You can see interviews of people who expose some of the things that happened there. But this is characteristic and typical in the charismatic church. Um, you find in the charismatic church lots of claims of the miraculous taking place. But what you will never find in the charismatic church is proof of those things. So it seems like people miraculously get gold teeth. Uh, people get healed of headaches and emotional supposed emotional trauma and emotional turmoil and things like this. But it's interesting that what you never find uh, is anyone getting healed that's a paraplegic or a quadriplegic? You never find anyone getting healed of cerebral palsy. You never find anyone getting healed of uh, brain cancer. You never find anyone getting healed of, healed of leukemia. You never find anyone walking out of a wheelchair or being healed of a blindness in an eye or getting their hearing back in an ear that's deaf. Those things you'll never find because you can prove them. And you can't fake them. Um, so this was common at the Lakeland Revival. It's common in the Charismatic Church, and it's common in Todd Bentley's ministry. So, and and this is important in Lakeland. So, what happened? Basically, he's preaching. They're have they have all these claims of you know miracles that he's done in various places, and so. There are some other prominent men who gather around Todd at this time to basically anoint him, approve his ministry publicly. Dr. Michael Brown was one of those men. Uh, Bill Johnson from Bethel Church in Redding, California was one of those men. Rick Joyner from Morningstar Ministries on the East Coast in Fort Mill, South Carolina was one of those. So publicly they lay hands on him, bless his ministry, say he's a great man of God, he's a prophet, he's an evangelist, whatever. Well, as it turns out, Todd Bentley was caught in a relational scandal during those meetings with one of his staff who wasn't his wife. So that eventually led to his divorce, and he ended up remarrying the woman which he had the relationship with. Now, again, this shouldn't be any surprise from the guy who claims that God told him to kick a lady in the face or from the guy who supposedly um, grabbed a lady's legs and beat her up and down on the stage. This kind of behavior would be consistent with a man like that. Well, after he got caught, basically what these men decided to do in the charismatic church is not to remove Todd from ministry, but rather to restore him. And so he ended up under the care of Rick Joyner at Morningstar Ministries for, in Fort Mill for some time. For restoration, mind you, um, it, and the reality is he should have been disqualified. I mean, he was disqualified from ministry, but... That didn't happen. Now, what's interesting is that in case there were any question as to whether Todd did or didn't do anything wrong during that time, Todd himself actually came out in some interviews later on, and he said things like this, and I'll quote, I am not here to pretend that I haven't struggled. I'm here to say that so much of what's being said out there now is old, some of it even six, seven, ten, 
15 years. And I'm actually here to say, where's the power of the cross for me now? End quote. He went on to say that he was trying to, quote, get right with God. End quote. Wait a minute. <clears throat> so this stuff has been happening for 7, 10, 15 years? I mean, did no one notice this before the Lakeland meetings? Did no one notice this after when he was restored? I mean, so here's a guy that has a long history of sexual perversion, sexual deviance, and then he falls publicly and he's only removed temporarily? You must be joking. Folks, this is why the charismatic church is so dangerous. This is not a fringe element in the charismatic church. This is mainstream charismatic stuff that we're talking about here. This stuff happens all the time. There is no real authority. There's no church discipline. There's no regard for the holy things of God. There's certainly no thought of God being holy and responding to God in a, in a meaningful, submissive way. That doesn't happen. If you talk about those things in the charismatic church, I assure you, you'll be shunned for being a legalist. So anyway, Todd Bentley gets restored, and he gets back into ministry, and so he's ministering for some several years until we get to 2019. Now, you probably remember what happened in 2019. Basically, one of his protégés came out and, and accused him of various sexual sin and misconduct. Uh, in fact, let me just quote what, what he said. He said, quote, he has an appetite for a variety of sexual sins, including both homosexual and heterosexual activity. Okay, so, I mean, if your mind is blown, welcome to the club. We're talking about Someone, Todd Bentley, who proclaims to be a minister of the Lord, and yet what we find is that over and over through the years, he preys on his interns. He abuses the illusion of authority to engage in sexual activity inside and outside of the church. Does that sound like a Christian minister to you? Absolutely not. In fact, there it, it, it doesn't even look like a Christian person. No one, folks, and I do mean no one who is indwelt by the Holy Spirit, who is a regenerate Christian, can have a lifelong ministry uh, of unrepentant perversion like Todd Bentley has and be a believer. It's just not possible. Folks, Todd Bentley is a wolf. He is a charlatan who is abusing the title of minister, not even for money as it seems as much as to abuse God's people for his own sexual pleasure. Absolutely disgusting, sickening, and just horrid. Folks, this is the kind of thing that ought to upset us with a deep anger. So we have Todd Bentley here. 2019, this comes out. It blows up. There's some papers about it. And some charismatic guys get involved. Dr. Michael Brown gets involved again. Now, remember, Dr. Michael Brown was one of the guys who laid hands on Todd Bentley and gave his tacit approval to Bentley and his already violent ways at Lakeland. So he gets involved in now investigating Todd Bentley, if you want to call it that. I would hardly call when several 
apostolic Reformation pastors get together a just investigation, and in fact, it wasn't really just in my opinion at all. But let me give some credit where it's due. Uh, Michael Brown, you can go to his website and you can find what their conclusion was, and let me just read that to you. After 2019, Michael Brown and several other guys investigated the claims uh, of sexual immorality in Todd Bentley's life and ministry, and this is the conclusion they came from. Let me quote this. The opinion we have reached here is theological, answering the question, does Todd Bentley, founder of Fresh Fire Ministries, live up to the high standards required of those who serve as representatives of Christ? Is he qualified, according to our understanding of biblical standards, to be recognized as a leader in the church? As part of this process, we sought to hear Todd's side directly, but he declined to answer a list of 60 questions compiled by the investigator after initially agreeing to respond. Todd required the investigator submit the questions through his attorney, after which he ceased communicating with Dr. Brown or the investigator. Based on our careful review of numerous first-hand reports, some of them dating back to 2004, we state our theological opinion and can say with one voice that, without a doubt, Todd is not qualified to serve in leadership or ministry today. There are credible accusations of a steady pattern of ungodly and immoral behavior confirmed by an independent investigator's interviews dating from 2008 that's the Lakeland Revival, up through 2019, along with testimonies dating back to 2004, end quote. Wow. So this guy's been doing this the whole time. I mean, you're talking about the span of, you know, now over 11, 12 years, 13, 14 years. Well, <clears throat> as if this pattern wasn't bad enough. Here's the truth. The truth is that Todd Bentley started this pattern as a child. As is told in his own autobiography, his parents were divorced as he was a ch while he was a child, and he struggled with drug and alcohol addiction early on. Todd Bentley, listen to this, folks, because this is important. Todd Bentley was convicted in Canada at the age of 15 of sexually assaulting a much younger boy two years earlier. So when he was 13 years old, Right, He sexually assaulted another young boy and was convicted in Canada at the age of 15. So that's important because it means that Todd Bentley has a proven, unrepentant, lifelong sexual addiction. His ministry is rife with sexual perversion and falling over and over and over again. Folks, this man should not be anywhere near a pulpit unless it's to get on his knees in front of one and beg God for his salvation. But, folks, this is the kind of thing that you find in the charismatic church. It's why, it's what makes this movement so very dangerous. This idea of just being able to pull a man off the stage for a year or two, cover it up, and then release him back again, regardless of how bad the situation is. Now, last time I looked, I haven't heard Michael Brown say anything about Todd's coming out and going public about ministry again. Maybe he has. If he has, good for him. But I doubt you'll hear much because this is how the charismatic church operates. I mean, really, my question is, why is this man not in jail? Not only should he be excommunicated from fellowship, but he should probably be in jail. I mean, who wants to 
trust their children to this kind of man. I mean, would you want your grandmother sitting in the pew in front of this man after he, you know, so cheerfully and happily tells the story of how he kicked another older lady's face in with his boots? I mean, I wouldn't let him even be in the same room with my spouse. Never mind sitting under his teaching. And yet he has tens of thousands of followers. So, this brings us to current events. Just this past week, I started the podcast telling you that I joined a conference call. In fact, I was scrolling through Facebook and I came across a repost, something to the effect of Todd Bentley had a big announcement to make. And, you know, instantly I was like, I bet you he's coming back into full-time ministry So I hopped on my phone, joined the conference call, and sure enough, Todd Bentley telling the story of how he just simply has to come back into full-time ministry. Let me give you some of that story. I don't know if you can find the recording. I tried to record it uh, on, on an app, and that didn't work out too well enough to share it. But let me just give you a few of the notes that I made. So apparently... Todd Bentley has heard from the Lord, and in fact, he said that he had a visitation from God in July of 2020. Now, he also made the point that he doesn't want to spend much time lingering on what happened in 2019, that they just simply need to press on. In other words, don't question his immorality, his sexual deviance, his unworthiness, um, inadequacy to be a preacher, how he doesn't meet the biblical qualifications. Just ignore all that and let's press on. So he says God visited him, and the Lord proceeded to tell him that he was going to give Todd a new mantle. Now, if you don't know that kind, understand that kind of language in the in the charismatic church, when someone says they're getting a mantle of the Lord, typically what they mean is they're getting a new ministry, and it's a sign that they have authority straight from God. Now, it's significant that he says God is telling him that he's getting a new mantle and a new ministry, because what Todd Bentley is doing here is he's setting himself up to not be questioned by anyone, because now... See, if I question Todd Bentley coming back into ministry, he's pitted me against God because God himself is giving Todd Bentley this new mantle. Well, that's a bunch of malarkey. He didn't see any vision from God, and God certainly didn't tell him to come back into ministry. So that's not going to work with us, but that's what he's doing. He's setting himself up to not be questioned. So anyway, he shares this vision on this phone conference call, and he says that God says he's going to get a 25-year mantle, starting at the age of 45. So Todd had a birthday not too long ago. I don't remember when it is. but um, So now he's 45 years old, and he has to get back in ministry because, hey, God told him. So forget biblical qualifications of an elder, forget, you know, the fact that he's disqualified for life, forget all the sex scandal, forget all the drug addiction, you know, God has said, according to Todd Bentley. Well, so there you have it. Todd Bentley's back, folks. Oh, and he has a new ministry name, by the way, Revival Harvest Ministries, he says it's going to be called. Uh, And they'll add whatever city. So apparently he's going to be going around, which is what he did before, to various cities holding these quote-unquote revival meetings, undoubtedly telling stories of how he violently kicked some old lady's face in because God said that's what he should do. And mark my words, folks, Todd Bentley, within a few years here, maybe one, maybe five, 
we'll hear of another huge scandal, and it will be the same thing it's always been because Todd Bentley is an unregenerate, unrepentant worker of the devil who's impersonating a minister of God for his own pleasure. In case anyone thinks that I'm being a little too harsh or too severe with Todd Bentley, as folks, I have to tell you, you know, I'm sitting here and I, I try, I'm trying my best to control myself. Todd Bentley makes me angry. I mean, just think about this for a minute. You know, just think about your dear old grandmother sitting in a pew and, you know, getting kicked in the face by some bald-headed, tattooed, violent, crazy guy professing to be a Christian. Now, I don't have a problem that he's bald or he has tattoos, but I I just, and and then bragging about it to the world. I I mean, you heard the one-minute clip. If that doesn't make you angry, then I don't think you understand what holiness is, what righteousness is. If Todd Bentley's ministry doesn't make someone angry, then I don't think we understand what God expects from his ministers. It's a high and holy calling, folks. But again, Unless someone thinks I'm being a little too severe, let me just read the qualifications of an elder, and let's see, from God himself, if you want to hear from God, open up your Bible. Titus 1, 5 through 9. Listen, folks, this is the qualifications of an elder. Let's see if Todd Bentley measures up. This is the Apostle Paul to Titus. For this reason I left you in Crete, that you would set in order what remains and appoint elders in every city as I directed you. Let me just stop right there. I want you to note that things in the church are supposed to be done in an orderly fashion. So when you walk into a church and you find people who are all blabbing in gibberish, who are rolling around the floor barking like dogs and acting like idiots, just leave. Because whatever is in that place, what we can be sure of is that it's not God. Okay? Let's continue here. Namely, if any man is beyond reproach. There you go. The very first qualification mentioned here. Todd Bentley fails. And he's been failing at it since before he became popular in 2008. Todd Bentley is not and can never be beyond reproach. Goes on, the husband of one wife, having children who believe, not accused of indecent behavior or rebellion. For the overseer must be beyond reproach as God's steward, not self-willed, not quick-tempered, not overindulging in wine, not a bully, not greedy for money, but hospitable, Loving what is good, self-controlled, righteous, holy, disciplined, holding firmly the faithful word which is in accordance with the teaching, so that he will be able both to exhort and sound doctrine and to refute those who contradict it. Folks, there is nothing in that paragraph that describes Todd Bentley other than the word man. He doesn't even come close to the biblical qualifications. And let me tell you, this is the reason he can come back in 2019 after such a heinous falling. Because in the charismatic church, there's no oversight. There's no understanding of um, church discipline. There's no understanding of authority. There's no understanding of 
holiness, righteousness, a standard. And, you know, men like Michael Brown will occasionally be forced into something like they were before where they have to say, okay, yeah, it looks like to us uh, he's not qualified. But when you continue reading on what Dr. Brown put out, they actually leave room for him to repent and come back. But the truth is, is that he could never come back. Todd Bentley, if he was truly repentant, then he would never be qualified for ministry. Well, speaking of that, let me just tell you some of the other things he said on the phone call, right? So he started off this conversation by telling everyone how he's been through a journey of healing, recovery, and restoration. Does that sound familiar? Well, it does because we've heard that bird sing before. So he talks about how he's doing good in his spirit. Well, let's just talk about that for a minute. What would it look like if Todd were, in fact, doing good in his spirit? Well, it would look like genuine repentance. Well, what does that look like, Nathaniel, for someone like Todd Bentley? Well, first of all, it would look like a full public confession of his sin. He committed it as a public minister. It got brought out publicly. He would fully confess it publicly. And then he would willingly face whatever consequences, legal and otherwise, that he needed to face to make retribution for the acts he committed. And then, if he went to prison and got out or didn't go, he would find a biblical church, he would sit under their preaching and teaching in the pews, and that's where he would stay. He would never again preach whatever money he has brought in his ministry. He would donate to another ministry, a faithful ministry, and he would sit under the faithful preaching and teaching of men. If Todd Bentley's spirit was doing well, that's what you would see. Folks, instead of that, Todd Bentley in this interview made it sound like that his brief hiatus there, his break was because that he was doing so much ministry, you know, just the intense traveling and and the weight of the ministry. I mean, that's what he made the break seem like, right? And he, of course, he threw in there the fact that they weren't going to dwell on anything that happened in 2019. And so, you know, shoving it all under the rug, folks, that is not an indication that Todd Bentley's spirit is doing well. In fact, just the lie that God showed up to him Right tells you that there is most certainly a spirit working in Todd Bentley, but folks, it's a demonic one. It it's, has nothing to do with God. He also makes the statement that he didn't get caught in any trespass. He actually said that. Actually said on the call that he did not get caught in any trespass. I don't know what getting caught means to him, but clearly that's not true. There you have it, folks. Todd Bentley... It doesn't even come close to meeting the qualifications of an elder. Todd Bentley is a dangerous man, folks, and the charismatic church is dangerous. Um, And the charismatic church has been his protection and a breeding ground for not just Todd Bentley, but other men just like him. I mean, think of Kenneth Copeland. Think of all the millions of dollars that they have swindled out of people in countries like Africa and India who gave their last coin instead of feeding their family to them because they promised them wealth and riches if they would just give. And and here you have Todd Bentley, right, who uses his interns to fulfill his own sexual fantasies and desires. He gets caught and now he's back. Well, he can come back because the charismatic church allows for that. Folks, this is the danger 
of that. And by the way, lest you think the charismatic church is some small um, segment of the Christian church, you'd be wrong. By all counts and all statistics, the charismatic church, or what's known as the charismatic church, and we include the Word of Faith, New Apostolic Reformation guys in that, is the largest growing segment of Christianity in the world. That's right. And this kind of thing is not the fringe. This is the norm, right? The outlandish, just crazy lying testimonies. I mean, you think about Bill Johnson in Redding, California, you know, who's got caught putting glitter in their air ducts, claiming that it was gold from heaven, claiming that angels just hang out in the rafters, you know, chilling out because they're so great. You know, this is what is prominent in the charismatic church. And then you have those few guys who are a little more sane, but those guys are in the minority. This is the majority of what we see in the charismatic church. So, folks, this is the danger. Um, And so my plea to you would be stay away from Todd Bentley. Stay away from charismatic teachings and find or help your loved ones find a healthy local biblical church. And so we're going to help you do that. We're going to put in the show notes some resources um, of a few websites who you can go to, type in your city, see if there are any churches around. It's, you know, it's not every healthy church around, but it's a good place to start. We'll put those in the show notes. Um, So start there. But folks, I would just reiterate, if you want to hear God talk, open your Bible. If you want to get plugged into what real Christianity looks, find a church that loves the Word of God, that preaches the Word of God, that um, exercises church discipline, Look, if, if it, it, that has male leadership. If you're going to a church and there's a female pastor, then there's no pastor and that's not a church. Right? Find a biblical church and get plugged in. Help your loved ones find a biblical church and get plugged into it. Well, guys, I hope that this has been helpful. We do these things uh, not because we enjoy doing them, uh, but to guard the body of Christ, to make you aware of what's out there, of maybe what your loved ones are going to be exposed to in these cities. These guys typically have a lot of money, do a lot of advertising and things like that. Um, So we hope that this has been beneficial to you. Get in the Word of God. Get in a healthy biblical church. And until next time, let the truth be known. The Truth Be Known podcast is a theologically driven, gospel-centered program serving the body of Christ by bringing biblical truth to bear on issues facing the church today. Subscribe to the Truth Be Known podcast by using the podcast app on your Apple or Android device or listen online at strivingforeternity.org in the podcast section.